0: Honestly, I don't think we should work with the others anymore. No. Let's cut them out.
1: This is the Kyle and Tracy Wham Juice takeover that you've all been waiting for. That's our intro. We've got it. (laughs) (laughs) It's us now.
0: Hello, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a NaNoWriMo podcast? But it's not. Yeah? Not right now. A little bit. Dun, 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 quarantine writing podcast.
1: <laughs> stay at home, RiMo. Stay home. That's what they're doing home right now.
0: Uh, is that is that actual They uh, are, organization? They've
1: been, well, NaNoWriMo's been like hashtagging stay at home, RiMo. And every day they give you like a writing tip. A th- like thing to do, a self care tip to do, and yeah.
0: I think it should be stay at home rhymes because it's months. Mm. It's more than one month. It's
1: going to be a very long time. I think it's a
0: long time. Hey, this is Kyle. I'm Kyle, and this is my. I'm voice. Tracy.
1: I'm quarantine Tracy.
0: Quarantine <laughs> Tracy. Yeah, these are our <sighs> quarantine identities. This is a
1: bad energy. It's good energy.
0: Sorry, it's the best energy I can have been That's supplied true. with at this point in time.
1: Yeah. How, this is where we're at. Tracy, how did,
0: your, how did your quarantine begin? You're in the great state of Wisconsin. Yes. And I don't know how they've handled things because it's kind of been a state-by-state state thing.
1: Yeah. Well, it's been halfway decent aside from the election, which you've heard about. Yeah. But we got our stay-at-home orders pretty early, so that was good. And then I was working and at um, the restaurant, and the manager called like after um, the governor issued the order. So I heard it while I was at work, and she's like, yep, we're closing down tonight. So I had to close the restaurant, and we had – so there's a grand theater in town like across the square, and um, we had some people in there, and they were going to put on a show that night, and they had just got finished setting up, and then they're like, yep, we just got the call that we're actually canceling the show, and oh, I had to tell gosh. customers that it was canceled and all this stuff, so – was a fun time but yeah that's how it started and then i've left my house maybe like two times in the last four weeks Wow! so how has your quarantine been
0: um i haven't had to hurt anyone's hopes and dreams like it sounds like you had to Um, i did so that's uh that sucks but uh mine has not been as bad i'm in houston texas and texas has kind of had a uh uh a flirty a little relationship with chaos <laughs> as far as a statewide agenda. But um, luckily I am in Houston and uh, and our County mm-hmm. and city have, have been on top of it pretty closely from the beginning. We didn't get our stay at home order until like the middle of the month. So it was a little mm-hmm. bit later. They kind of delayed doing that. But right. uh, I also moved into an apartment at the beginning of March. So I was like literally moving into an apartment and then that week it was like stay at home <laughs> and, and not coming into the office all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'd been working remotely since the beginning of March. I also at the beginning of March got a, the flu, and so that was fun because it's fun to have all the symptoms of Corona and really not be sure if you actually have it. Um, because at the time, the only way you could mm-hmm. get tested was if you proved you came from China or like Egypt from a Nile boat cruise, which is how a bunch of other Houstonians got the coronavirus. So. Um, I did
1: not know that. Yeah, it's
0: kind of hmm. fun like that. My, uh, yeah. my coworkers after <laughs> the flu, after the the flu, I came back from the flu, and that we mm-hmm. were temporarily in the office for like two days before it was like everybody just go home, and mm-hmm. uh, and they're like, "Were you tested? Do you have it? Are you should you be here?" And I was just like, "Well, I haven't had a fever in a couple days, and mm-hmm. I did get like I tested for the flu." Uh, but they didn't test me for Corona, so it's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> so I'm in my apartment now, my new apartment, and mm-hmm. the walls are already closing in at the beginning of this lease, so that's good.
1: Yeah, it's not great. Yeah,
0: but you know what we have plenty of time for, Tracy, now? Wallowing in despair. Wallowing in despair. <laughs> not not writing, that's for sure.
1: Not writing ever No. At all.
0: Are you frustrated at all? We've talked about this briefly. Are you frustrated at all by how uncooperative my brain is are you frustrated with how i'm frustrated
1: with your brain (laughs) brain.
0: because you should be i'm honestly so upset so
1: irritated with it i'm so
0: upset because i i have so much time and so much energy Mm -hmm. now i literally can't do anything else and yet my brain's just like nah we don't want to do that
1: it it, yeah no my brain's like we don't want to watch tv either we just want to lay there and just be sad just not have any energy just be tired no ideas. Like, I feel like I want to want to write something, yes. but I don't actually want to write something.
0: Exactly. It's it's honestly the worst because it's just like, <laughs> yeah. hey, have you thought about, I don't know, the world and everything happening in it? Um, <laughs> so this is not a time for your creative juices to be going on there. People are dying, Kyle. What are you doing? Wasting time. You need to sit on the couch like a good boy. Social distance your brain. Do
1: nothing. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's honestly, it's the worst. No, it's um, been terrible. How, well, we both had challenges that we had given ourselves towards the beginning of this year. Um, yeah. For writing, because we wanted to continue sure that did. NaNoWriMo spirit. Now, yours, uh, there was a record of because you and Aaron <laughs> recorded. <a podcast. laughs> yeah, we,
1: <laughs> we came on here, what, three months ago? So I should be in the finishing my eighty five thousand congratulations Tracy. yeah so I see that huge stack of comical (laughs) pages
0: next to you. That's so cool. Yeah.
1: Yep. It so it went well and I was very successful and I'm I'm definitely publishing a book next month.
0: So find it that's all
1: I have to say on that. Find
0: it in all Mm -hmm. bookstores and airports that you definitely can go to right now and purchase.
1: There they'll totally be there. If you if you could go to the airport, you would see the book. But since you can't go to the airport, you won't see it. So you just have to trust me. You just have to trust one. me. It's
0: not available as an ebook or an it's, any sort of. it's online. really there. Yeah.
1: And no go- Google searches. No, it went bad. It went really bad. So I started out. I don't know why it went so bad. Because this was way before the whole pandemic started. Well, it's before
0: the pandemic got personal. But I think we can at least blame the pandemic since uh, late November is whenever.
1: That's true. Um,
0: It was declared a global pandemic at the end of January. So, like,
1: it got... What happened... Jeez. Yeah, it
0: got... That's when The Who, the famous band The Mm -hmm. Who... They yep. declared it a global pandemic, and yes. um, and so I'm pretty sure that's accurate, that it was the end of, uh, maybe not a pandemic, maybe a health national global health emergency, because I think the pandemic might have been later.
1: What is time? This isn't a fact-checking
0: podcast anyway. Yeah, so this we're,
1: isn't, <laughs> we're not claiming to be factual. No,
0: um, we've never claimed to be true, accurate, or factual, and that's our new tagline.
1: Perfect. This takeover is going well. So Just well. completely rebranding everything. Okay, so what was your challenge? Oh, to be very clear, I did completely fail the challenge. I did not do anything. I had maybe three days where I wrote something.
0: Yeah. So. Well, you got you got me beat on one day because I had a different challenge <laughs> that um, even more unfortunately did start uh, at the end of February that uh, Morgan mm-hmm. and I, we started together. And I, I don't know how far Morgan got, but I got two days. Um. Yeah. And so. And that. And it was really two days spread over about five days. Um. So there were two days of writing <laughs> before I really just was just like, there's a whole lot going on. Like I said, I was in the midst of a move, so I had plenty of excuses. And then I caught the flu. But like, yeah. there's no. It still didn't happen. Like I can't say anything. It's pretty else. valid. Yeah. I, right. I just can't. Like nothing. Yeah. It still didn't happen. I didn't recover. I didn't uh, feel like you know chugging along and doing it just because the world was kind of ending and brain right. brain illness. Uh, it right. really loves to attack this time of year which is good but um but yeah so it's it was rough I can't even honestly remember the challenge that Morgan <laughs> had suggested I, th-
1: oh, it was I something... think you were going to like jump into 85k 90 yeah. later th- with a different goal
0: I think so I think it was an adjusted schedule because Morgan had wanted to do uh, the 85 90 thing yeah um, mm-hmm. But she was editing the work that she had finished for NaNoWriMo. So I think this may have been why she Mm -hmm. pushed it back. Um, And I think I got about four words (laughs) written um, (laughs) during that 8590 that I participated in. Uh, that's
1: four more words than you had before though. That, so
0: That's right. <laughs> Jokes on you. I deleted 20 words yeah. <laughs> before I started. <laughs> um yes, yeah, so I I I'm still frustrated especially since I was one of the people in the group who did not complete my NaNoWriMo so I had a total mm-hmm. of 50,000 words of my story done but um, I had started at like uh, 25 and so I had only written like 25,000 words in rimo that month and so I yeah. was I was a bit frustrated because I really wanted to get the story done but also I don't um I'm not motivated like really super passionate about it like I was yes. during NaNo
1: it is so much different when we're not all writing at the same time yes. and there's not like this global thing going on. Exactly. I can't get the motivation to work on it.
0: It's, it's very difficult, especially right now, too, because mm-hmm. the more that I've been away from the story and I don't know if you've had this experience. Um, I'm certain you have because I don't think I'm that original. But whenever <laughs> I've taken time away from my story that I wrote and I came back to it and I was just like, hmm, what if I changed all of this to make it better? Including yeah. including the fifty thousand words I'd already done, I'm gonna have to rewrite that to make it better. Mm-hmm. Why? And I don't need to finish it because I really need to make it better now. So why don't I just go ahead and start re outlining it now to make it all better?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, because you have to reread what you had already written to yeah. remember where you were writing. Yes, no, I get that.
0: It's uh, yeah. at, at that point too. I got like this whole crisis mm-hmm. of. I don't know why my character is the way that they are anymore, and I don't know. I was just like, oh, this doesn't feel authentic or mm-hmm. good anymore, it feels cheap, whatever yeah. the motivations are. And so now I'm like, I need to find their new drive, and that has to happen in the beginning, which is all I wrote during NaNoWriMo, so I have to like go back and eventually replace that. And so I was mm-hmm. uh, uh, outlining it, I've been outlining it very slowly and sporadically over the last few weeks. Where I just kind of dive in there and then I give up after 40 minutes because it's so overwhelming mm-hmm. to like have to redo a story which is a bummer. do you have
1: an idea of where you wanted to end up like do you know your ending
0: I do kind of yeah I do know the end. I don't think mm-hmm. that will change um, at all it's the middle okay. part and it's honestly the motivation that I figured out for my character I I think that is solid the problem right now is the in-between part and there's also some other stuff that I realized, like the stuff that I did like that I wrote during NaNoWriMo, mm-hmm. the stuff that I felt really connected to and I really loved, I realized wouldn't fit the new character um, the way they're written. And that frustrates me too. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I have to delete this good thing. I don't want to. No, I'm just so good at deleting all the bad shit, but I don't want to delete this good thing that I like.
1: Do you. Like completely delete it outright, or did you make a new copy? No, so you have it.
0: Yeah, I made it. I made a new copy okay. that I'm like. I actually, honestly, I haven't okay. even started the draft yet. I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a new outline. Basically, okay. a, I have a version one hero's journey and a version two hero's journey, and, and that's where <laughs> I've, I've restarted everything. Um, and so, but as I'm like trying to process the outline because I'm a plan planner. Um, instead of a pantser. And so I'm a big outline person. And so as I had this, as I'm looking through this hero's journey, my hero's journey tends to be pretty detailed because a lot Mm -hmm. of it is me figuring out. It's basically me writing the story in just a very short amount of time. And so Mm -hmm. I. uh, that's cool. I kind of just defined outline for the first time. That was so cool of me. Nobody's ever defined outline. No one's ever
1: done that. That's groundbreaking. Thank you. Oh,
0: wow. Should we
1: like... I I should incorporate that into my own writing. You should. Maybe this brand new idea that you've come up with. I
0: think you should write a story about an amazing author who is coming up with all these incredible (laughs) new ideas for how to write books. Um, yeah, he
1: hasn't published a book yet. You can't <laughs> no. see his examples, but he definitely has a yep. really good plan. Because
0: if you publish it, that's how
1: they get you. That's, how that's you... where your secrets get out. Exactly. And can... the government's got them. I want to stay off the
0: grid, but I do want my stories to be told. But kind of like in a campfire scenario. I want people yeah. to go around and tell these and stories. And just find the
1: woods. In, yeah. in the
0: woods, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm working on the outline, and it's taking forever, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about all these things that would need to change, and it's frustrating but um, no, how, no. how you mentioned that you are also outlining something right now.
1: Yeah. So I am more of a pantser where like my entire nano project, I started like with this vibe and I'm like, this is like the feeling that I want to capture with this story. And so I just two days ago had the heart to finally open up my nano. I haven't read it since the end of November. However many days November has the 30th, whatever. Yeah, um, And... It's not terrible. I think I can actually work on it. Like in my head, I was thinking it was completely unsalvageable and I didn't write anything worth ever looking at. Right. Which is why I've put off until April, you know, to look at it. <laughs> until literally <And> a global
0: <laughs> pandemic forced you to look at your work.
1: <laughs> like there's nothing left to do. I've watched all the Netflix. I <laughs> guess I have to read my writing now. Um What I realized is I kind of tried to follow the hero's journey. Like, I went back, like, after writing like 30 pages, like, okay, what's actually going to happen in this novel? So, there's a good like 50 to 80 pages. Yeah, how long is it? Anyway, but the beginning is very much like nothing's really happening. I'll jump from scene to scene and not really know what's happening. And then, like, I finally hit a groove where things start becoming more linear. Um, So, I think I can go back and make a good outline out of it. But there's going to be so much, like so much cut. So the reason I wanted to record today is because I read Save the Cat. Have you read that?
0: I have not. I heard you briefly describe it, but I honestly, yes. I, I don't know what it means. What does Save the Cat mean?
1: Save the Cat is so originally, I think we talked about it. I don't know who in Wham! had read it, but it we definitely Aaron. talked about it. It was probably Erin. That makes sense. Yeah, she but reads the original a lot of books about books. She does. She does. But the original was about screenwriting. So, that might also be why Aaron read it. Okay. But so there's one based on screenwriting. It's just this person, whoever it was, um, like studied movies and looked through to see like what beats you have to hit to tell an effective story. Jessica Brody wrote Save the Cat Writes a Novel. And so she looked at all the beats for screenwriting and then adjusted them for writing a novel. Okay. And there's, let's see, 15 beats split up into three acts. And it's really interesting. So um, she defines like genres and stuff, but it's a little different. That it's not like sci-fi and fantasy and things like that as genre. It's more of like what is what change does the hero need to make in the story? And that's like what your genre is. So like mine, the genre that I wanted to write in was Golden Fleece, which is more of a road trip okay. kind of thing where they're like steps along the way. So save the cat has, like, this outline for every, like, beat that needs to happen in scene and, like, what should happen in them. And I am not an outliner at all. Yeah. Um. So it's been really hard, and I realize that it's because I don't like making decisions in my story. I'm like, oh, well, I think maybe she's like this or maybe she does this, but I have a really hard time, like, saying, okay, this is exactly what happens in this beat. Yeah. And then um, it's more like I... Th- find those while i'm writing them but then everything contradicts and i have to go back and rewrite a bunch of stuff because it's inconsistent so i really wanted to um really try to actually outline something for once so i started on a new novel idea
0: that's exciting is there anything going okay is there anything you can share about it that you feel comfortable sharing about it
1: Yeah, so it's probably based too much on me and, (laughs) (laughs) like, way too much. So it might just be, like, a cathartic kind of thing where I will be trapped basically inside within, you know, a one-mile radius for the next how many months. Yeah. So my main character um, is going to go on a road trip. And that's, like, the problem I'm having where I'm like, why is she leaving? Because it's not just, like, a week-long road trip. I want it to be months where she lives in different places. Yeah. So I think... She's a sculptor, and I was talking to Zeb. At this point, I'm just going to have to, like, if I ever publish a novel, I'm going to have to give him co-author credits. (laughs) (laughs) Honest to God. Um,
0: (laughs) Zeb's name will be on the spine, for sure.
1: But we were, like, talking about the Catalyst, and I just, like, have a hard time starting the novel in a place where I'm like, oh, she needs to change and things need to be different. Like, I want to start with this perfect character and she just has this whimsical fun throughout the book. Like, that's really boring if, you know, nothing happens and she doesn't change. So, yeah, I got to figure out what, like, shakes up her life enough that she leaves. Maybe, like, losing her job and then she, like, rediscovers a passion for art and sculpting. I really, one of the big things is, like, it's going to lead up to her going to the ocean, like maybe seeing the ocean for the first time, because that's a thing that, you know, you remember... If you're from the Midwest. Yeah. And there's not an ocean available. I was about to say, I
0: don't remember the first time I saw the ocean. Um, Weren't but,
1: you just like born in the ocean? I,
0: born, I walked out of there, the brown waters of Galveston Bay, um, <laughs> covered in Mississippi mud. Like all mud. Texas babies do. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we were handed a gun, because it's Texas, <laughs> and rode a cattle into Houston. Rode a cattle, by the way. It's a how, cattle. It's how we say um names. Yeah. Um so that's yeah, though no, that's that is cool. I, I imagine that is a big moment. <clears throat> kind of like I what I I'm am uh, and I think anyone who lives on the coast or grew up on the coast mm-hmm. can maybe uh, tie it to is the feeling of when you see your first snow because that's that's what yeah. it is to me. You probably don't mm-hmm. remember the first time you saw snow. I can give you I the date. I was
1: literally born in the blizzard. <laughs>
0: You walked out of the blizzard. Yeah.
1: My first snow was my birthday.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. See, it's the same. Yeah. We're both the same. It's
1: pretty much I walked yeah. out
0: of the ocean and you walked out of the blizzard. It's
1: perfect. I too rode a cattle home. <laughs> you rode a cattle
0: That's That's just universal. Everyone rides a cattle out of their element yeah. that they're born from. I love it. Um, I I love your style of of riding. It's one of my favorite things because um, – it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like this, the, the way that you write things, I feel like I send, I feel, I see how you discover things. And so it's almost like you're the perfect audience surrogate because whatever perspective you're writing from, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm writing this person's shoulders, like discovering it. And it's, I never know what's going to happen in your writing and <laughs> in, in the few things that you've shared. Thank and you. it's very, very fun. The only thing I can, mm-hmm. um, oh, there's a book. I don't know if it's here. But the only magical realism book which is uh, I know the first genre you were writing it for Nanorimo is that kind yeah. of the you said golden Fleece kind of like a road trip adventure. Um, is it still like just just like a, a st- standard literature genre or, or is there magical realism or are you going into a new genre? It's romance. It's <gasps> there's a murder <laughs> there's
1: a there's a romantic murder. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh no, it's not going to be magical. Someone else asked me that too, and it was Zeb. Um, okay. No, but there's not going to be any magical elements to it, which surprised me when I was like, "Oh, I want to write this realistic fiction book."
0: Honestly, I think that I—I mm-hmm. I don't think that's that strange for—and mm-hmm. um, again, basing this on the one book in the magical realism genre that I've read.
1: What book was it?
0: The extraordinary something.
1: Oh, that's what you're you're trying to figure it out. Okay, got it. I won't put you on the spot.
0: Uh, no, I'm going to pull up my Goodreads <laughs> right now and I'm going to look at it. Okay, so the book that I read that is magical mm-hmm. realism is called Beasts of Extraordinary Circumstance by Ruth Emmy Lang. Um, And I really enjoyed it. I was surprised because I had no clue what I was kind of getting into. I'd never read anything magical realism. And I came from growing up with like Harry Potter and
1: uh,
0: Aragon. And um, I'm trying to think of any other magical things that I read. Um, I was super into Lost Years of Merlin whenever I was a kid. And that is a little bit closer to kind of like unexplained magic systems um, because it just kind of happens. But, um, But the idea of magical realism where it's just kind of like this part of nature that's almost like a phenomenon that's never really explained Mm -hmm. or investigated just kind of like happens um was kind of un not uncomfortable for me but like very unknown and kind of like you what is this i'm so confused
1: do you know why that's my favorite genre to write in why I don't have to make decisions. I can just say things <laughs> and I don't have to explain it. I should be like, yeah, the sky is purple. Like, who gives a shit? We don't know why. It's just is. That's just how it works.
0: It's beautiful. It's perfect because it, yeah. it is. It, 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 mm-hmm. it kind of like is this wonder-filled kind of awestruck genre that's very... Mm-hmm. I feel like And again, this is based on the one book that I read. It's very nice and hopeful. (laughs) Ever. The Beast of Extraordinary Circumstance uh, is kind Mm -hmm. of like a, almost like a Forrest Gump story where the main character is, like the story is over the main character's life and this person's life is kind Mm -hmm. of like, they're like a center of magical realism stuff happening. Just Mm -hmm. kind of like around their life. Um, But the story is told through... Um, all the people they've interacted with and so like over time oh that's cool yeah it's very very good Um, and so as, whenever you mentioned earlier like I don't know what change my character is going to go through that's what made me think of that story is because that the main mm-hmm. character in that story never really changed they were kind of like this okay. kind of walking ghost almost through the whole story like a very happy positive ghost that yeah. normally helped people but um, mm-hmm. it was always the the characters that you were reading through they were the people that were being affected, the people who were being changed mm-hmm. by the main character. And so it fascinated me. And that just reminds me, there's a lot of cool ways you can tell a story, which is, I think why I like writing uh, so much more yes. than other mediums like theater and, and, uh, movies and TV shows is cause like those can get, you
1: really can't do anything with those. You can't do anything with those. Those are
0: all the <laughs> same. Get out of the box. You <laughs> just come and talk with me. Um, no, those are, those are incredibly creative, uh, things that they can do and they they get Mm -hmm. so creative and unique uh performances and it's very like all all for one type of production but whenever you're writing it's like like you're saying like it's all on you so you have to make the decisions um or -hmm. you don't depending on what genre (laughs) you pick and um which is cool and so um i i love that you can do this so many different ways um whenever Mm -hmm. you're writing which i don't know i love it's cool
1: yeah i agree
0: uh, part of, I think, reason why I wanted to record uh, with you was also because I just need to talk about writing. I feel like that's a part of yes. a part of the motivation for what got me through NaNo so much was like surrounding myself with writers and talking about writing makes me want to write. Yes. We've been talking more recently about some of like the things we're trying to fire ourselves up for to kind of do. And so like yeah. what what are you going to do... Over the next, I mean, we at least have like another month or till the end of April for of, of basically shelter in place, stay at home. Yeah. Um, At least it'll probably go into May. So life is still going to look weird. There's still going to be empty streets. Um, How, how are you going to use it? How am I going to use it? Tell me how I'm going to use it, please. Just,
1: just sleep a lot. Just Just rest and sleep and drink water. Yeah. That's it.
0: Oh, I've drunk so much wine. That's a lie. I I've, I started with three bottles. And is it? They didn't last long, but I haven't replaced uh, <laughs> them. And that's what's important. <laughs> it was a one-off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I actually wrote down some goals. So what I really want to do is actually, so like I said about decisions, a lot of the short stories I start and write don't have endings oh. because... That's a decision. And then I just like leave them off and nothing ever happens. So my goal is to um, actually finish five short stories Ooh. and polish them and start finding some open submissions and deadlines and start submitting. That's super cool. We'll see. Yeah. How, I don't know. How lo- I wish they didn't cost money, but some of them don't.
0: Oh, that is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Put, putting that barrier there. What a, What right. is – how long is like a short story for most of these?
1: That's a great you question. You know, we're a bunch of
0: authors. We speak in words. I mean, everybody like... speaks in words, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> word counts. You have to be a
1: real special author, you know? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> we're so a special good. class of people. It's been a
0: while since I podcasted. Yeah, I don't know. As if Kyle
1: could... is demonstrating, he's just really good with the words.
0: <laughs> we communicate with words. No, word counts.
1: Effectively. Um, Like, I've, I have like one that I actually went through and edit it. It's probably like five pages, but otherwise like two to three oh, wow. of typing.
0: That's cool. I like that. And
1: I don't like dialogue very much, so it's pretty solid.
0: Oh, my God. Dialogue was my savior during Nano. I loved dialogue because it, I could eat up, uh, yeah. just munch those words into my word count every day if I could just do dialogue. I loved it.
1: I just, I can't make it feel genuine. And I don't know why. Like, I have conversations. I talk to people. I should be able to make a genuine conversation, but it always just feels so forced. Well, I
0: don't know how to tell you this, but all our conversations with you are so forced. And it's (laughs) No,
1: I'm kidding. No, this is a really good time to tell me that at the end of the podcast, that we can just stop and not talk ever again. I've actually left the chat, and (laughs) (laughs) this is
0: being recorded individually now. That's why we're both talking at the same time.
1: Uh... Uh, I couldn't think of a word.
0: It's a good sign, uh, certainly. Our, uh, yeah. I, I, one of the things as you continued to s- yeah. to speak and talking about your strengths and weaknesses, I am great at dialogue and I am great at mm-hmm. endings. I feel like if you and I were just one person, <laughs> we just... we're each half an author.
1: What? <laughs> if we just... you, you said you plan, yeah. I pants. Yeah. So I'll start with like a vibe. Yes. I'll write the intro. Then when anyone has to talk to each other. I take you take that over. Yes, I'll write other like descriptions that get weird, and then you end it, and that's it. I'll
0: tie it up with a bow. Easy. Perfect. Done. Perfect.
1: We'd be a full writer.
0: That's you're the J to my K rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I get one letter. I know. <laughs> So maybe not exactly 50-50, it's like <laughs> it's 397, huh? I mean, <laughs> splitting, splitting
0: you're the JK to my rolling probably would have been better, but still... No,
1: I'm not sure. You're
0: the just kidding to my rolling.
1: You can be the J-R-R, and I'll be the Tol- Tolkien.
0: You'll be the Tolkien.
1: Tolkien. But I'm the one
0: who's going to be Tolkien.
1: Tolkien. Doing okay. all the dialogue. <laughs> it's okay. the
0: di- we haven't gotten <laughs> back <is> to the, <laughs> like- <laughs> the podcast yet, it's okay.
1: No. Uh, kyle what are you doing to prepare
0: (laughs) definitely can't tell that we had to cut out all the places where we ran off the tracks
1: no we didn't cut anything
0: (laughs) i am trying to do more writing because i need Mm -hmm. to do more writing because there's no excuse not to be writing um, but like I said it's very overwhelming to try and rewrite mm-hmm. a whole story that I've already written 50,000 words for and feel like
1: and you've been working on this for like years now too, too right? damn
0: long I've been working on it for mm-hmm. so long. And it's honestly frustrating. Maybe it'll be like this one. Well, this is going to be setting up pretty damn high bar. But this is going to oh. be like my Mona Lisa that I just carry with me all the time. And I just make little tiny edits. Uh, mm-hmm. Leonardo da Vinci, he just kept that because Mona Lisa small. So he just carried it with him forever. I think originally, I read a biography once. Um, he, <laughs> I think he was originally commissioned to paint it. And then... Um, he wanted to do his own thing, and so he just never gave it to the person, his patron who commissioned it. And so mm-hmm. he um, he just kept working on it, and he brought it to every place throughout his life for, like, decades. And he would just make mm-hmm. a little change here and make a little change
1: there. And That's it would just why backpacks were invented. That's why
0: Leonardo da Vinci, he invented <laughs> tanks, invented backpacks. helicopters, and backpacks. All of those are mm-hmm. true. So maybe this is what this story is going to be for me. It's going to be in the corner of my room. <laughs> Until I die, and that's when they'll discover it, and it'll be this masterpiece, (laughs) and it's going to be in the Louvre. It's going to be incredible. People are going to stare at
1: it. Yeah, that's where they put books.
0: It's the best place for a book, because you just can look at it Mm -hmm. and be like, this is good. I believe in that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Um... So what I did instead is I got excited. I have like four other, four or five other story outlines that just live in my That's computer. That's what I wanted to
1: ask you. Yeah.
0: And so, um, and so naturally I'm doing an, a new outline, um, for uh, based on a prompt that we wrote, um, or we we you gave to us actually, um, from Inktober, the thirty yes. days before Nano, that I really fell in love with, and I don't know. I just basically want to know the rest of the story. And so I'm starting to outline it more, but I'm trying to do better by not writing all of it in the outline. So basically all I did is I reread my little short 800 word mm-hmm. um, scene that I had created before Nanorimo, and mm-hmm. I wrote down, what did I write down? I wrote down like seven questions that I had as the Ooh, reader of just like, strat. yeah, because I was just like, I need to, because that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know why that story, why that little scene excited me whenever I read it so much that I wanted to mm-hmm. know more. And so I started answering all those questions, which basically ended up kind of being a short little outline of like the inciting incident of the story. I still don't know anything about the character. I don't know anything about uh plot, but I at least know a little bit of the world that it lives in. so, um, I'm excited, and uh, I need to move forward with that. So that's my that's my next step, and that's my goal. I don't know. I, I <laughs> sometimes I'm like I, I would feel what really excited me about what you said was you're submitting, like getting some mm-hmm. short stories ready to like or trying to work on them so you can submit, and that's like such a good accountability. To like, hey, I have
1: not set a deadline though. No, <laughs> so it's actually a bad goal.
0: <laughs> well, no, but at least you've got like, hey, yeah. watch out. <laughs> this is coming yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> I, I would send an email to all the places you're going to submit and just tell them just that. Just like
1: within one month or 75 years, <laughs> exactly. you will be seeing a submission from me. So exactly,
0: watch out. This This is going to be here sometime. It's um, going to hit
1: you. So I don't have
0: that. And I would really like to have a, a deadline. Um, mm-hmm. but so deadlines, I feel like are double edged for me because I either get so overwhelmed by the deadline itself or I get so motivated and I feel like most yeah. of the motivation comes from when I'm doing it with other, other people, i.e. NaNoWriMo mm-hmm. and it's a bit more difficult whenever it's by yourself. And so, um, I think the only way to get beat, like beat around that is just to have a routine of writing every day. Yeah. So my goal is to set up an environment in my new apartment that is my writing mm-hmm. area because right now I have like my little desk, Good. but it's very much a recording area. There's a lot of distractions. It's not very comfortable because I'm mm-hmm. just here for like an hour to record stuff. So what I need right. is just a nice little new writing area. And so if anybody has any tips on making a writing area, please send them to us on Twitter. And, um, and then also Tracy's going to tell me her number
1: one tip right now. I'm trying to think <laughs> if I have anything. <laughs> I don't think I do. Um, I You're like, go just-
0: outside in the snow. Yeah, lay there.
1: No, I can't do it. Have you ever tried like writing longhand for creative writing?
0: No, my hand gets tired. I've been writing letters to Mm -hmm. my nephews, my oldest nephews um, during this Mm -hmm. quarantine because it's kind of fun. And they're like Mm -hmm. at a fun age to write letters. And my hand starts cramping when I get about three quarters of the way down a page. (laughs) And so I'm scared to like try and write. Now, I have been writing this outline Mm -hmm. for this new story by hand. Um, because I get too distracted on the computer. The computer helps me like organize, but whenever I just need to like vomit thoughts, um, it helps me to write. It's a
1: true double-edged sword. Yes.
0: Yes, it is. I write Mm -hmm. with a double-edged sword and I cut up all the paper.
1: (laughs) And then arrange it like a serial killer (laughs) and that's how you write your (laughs) novel. And
0: that's why I got kicked out of my last department. Thank
1: you. No, I don't know. There's been like, I think for planning it's helpful because then I can just scribble things out and like draw arrows and stuff more easily.
0: Um, yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I don't know. I think I what I need to help you. I
0: think what I need to do is designate like a, a notebook to be my thought book thing. Yeah. Because I don't have that. I, I tend to like go to my notes app or something, but I never mm-hmm. make it all the way there. I'm just like, oh, I should use my notes app to capture my thoughts, but I never actually do it.
1: Do you have a special font that you write with?
0: No, I never did that who started that conspiracy of like writing with comic sans is better it makes you write more i
1: think aaron brought it to us aaron or Morgan?
0: it feels like big comic but it's Sans never agenda for
1: me. no that makes sense
0: trying to get people to use that font they
1: make money for every letter that you write in <laughs> comic sans <laughs> that's how fonts work
0: it's either that or you have to watch the ads every word it's obnoxious i'm gonna write in papyrus that's what i'm gonna write in
1: oh my god that's insufferable <laughs> it is <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, that's so good. Do you remember I remember when I was a kid, this is directly related yeah. to comic songs. Sans? How do you say it? I <laughs>
1: don't I wasn't gonna say anything. I'm like, maybe it's just different in Texas. That's fine. <laughs> comic songs. <laughs> I wasn't gonna make fun of your culture. I only
0: write in comic songs. Um I used to write in Comic Sans whenever I would do a Christmas list for my parents. I used to always type up a Christmas list for my parents. You and that's such a dork. Uh, such a dork because I didn't want to write it down. And we had a computer and I loved computers. And so I'd write it. Every other line would be alternating red or green. And uh-huh. I would list the things I wanted. It was, yeah. And there was well, that was always in Comic Psalms. But anyway, yeah, let's talk more about writing. No, I, I think
1: yeah, is there... I think we kind of covered writing as a whole. Like, there's nothing else to say about writing, so everyone can just stop yeah. talking <laughs> about it.
0: Nothing else to do.
1: That's it. We've rung it out. Can
0: just chill until October and NaNoWriMo takes over the world again. Mm-hmm. Um, I then think,
1: I can write 50,000 more words that I never do anything with. Yes.
0: So. That is... I feel like it becomes such a crutch of NaNoWriMo because mm-hmm. I have felt that where I'm just like, Oh, well, I, I'll... I'll, in November I'll just write all the words in November it'd be like you know how much easier it'd be if I just wrote during the year it'd be <laughs> so much easier
1: yeah and then you might actually like what you write
0: nano rye year that's what we need get on
1: national it. novel writing year
0: every year it's just <laughs> we, it's national novel writing human.
1: it's just your life
0: it is I want to be a writing robot that's what needs to happen yeah that's beautiful you say
1: so many interesting things <laughs> not supposed to explore that
0: <laughs> I don't know have you have you, have you had the thought uh, during this quarantine where because and this is probably where a lot of my writing guilt comes from the fact that I haven't been mm-hmm. creative at all is mm-hmm. um, because I'm just like my dream would be to write and be paid and live off of that it's amazing and I'm a part of me is just like, what would that life even look like I'd be like, well it would look like this except I'm allowed to go outside but I'm probably inside working all day and but right. and so I'm just like i can't even fucking do it and i'm not getting paid for it i can't do it right now how am i've gone through that crisis yes okay good i'm glad
1: yeah oh yeah no for spring break because i also teach online so i work from home um so yeah so over spring break i had 10 days of just nothing like i'm like oh this is going to be my test run like i've done this before where i've had days off and i'm like okay we're gonna live every day like writing is my job and i didn't 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 at let me, all let me I clock didn't. in <laughs> <laughs> to the couch oh, yeah the time didn't exist for 10 days it was nice yeah. but yeah they're gone
0: yeah so that's um, my crisis right now has been i have a life that is set up perfectly to write and i'm not writing and so yeah i'm gonna change that man sure. in the mirror Go you make, got make that change
1: Woo. Woo! I can't I'm not gonna pressure you because it's still like a pandemic and like,
0: there, there is a pandemic going <laughs> it's, on That's true I'm stressed out it's anxious yeah. yeah right can't see my family so it's How hard um, how, do, how do we end this um, social media uh, we have Twitter yeah. that Aaron runs we thank do. you Aaron for basically always running the Wham Juice Twitter I think it's yep. Wham Juice Pod at Wham Juice Pod I think so That feels That's right to me the
1: handle I think you're right
0: It feels good to me Just
1: search "what Hot American Moon Juice And it, there shouldn't be A whole lot of results There shouldn't
0: be A whole lot Basically um, Scavengers Network We're happy to be here uh,
1: Yeah Patreon. At Scavengers Net yeah. Sorry Go on
0: No it's do all the Scavengers Network stuff Because you know better than me
1: I don't uh, Do I You do I don't know hold on so, Scavengers Net. So, our Twitter is at Scavengers Net. You can look at the website, scavengersnetwork.com, that Mason did a really, really cool job on. Yeah. Um, our Patreon. So, right now, it's really exciting. So, for the next, I'm honestly not sure how long, you can get all of our Patreon bonus content for free. Mm. Because of everything that's happening, Colin is has good ideas and... Just decided to give you all the content you crave once you burn through everything on Netflix and Hulu and your bookshelf. He's
0: a good so, boy. We don't talk enough about him. He is a, a good, good one. Boy.
1: He's a good pod boss. He's in
0: charge of Scavengers Network in case you didn't know person.
1: Yes. Um, I think that's it for the network.
0: Also, there, we're doing a lot more live stream stuff uh, more recently. and yes. So you should go check that out. I'm trying to find the uh, – it's it's on Twitch is where we've been streaming. Somewhere. The Scavengers yep. Network, I think. Um, so if you yeah, just search Morgan, the Scavengers Network.
1: Morgan and Aaron of Wham Juice Fame are oh doing a Dream Daddy stream.
0: It is something. It's else. very good. Yeah, they've got the those broadcasts saved in there, so go ahead and mm-hmm.
1: so you can catch up.
0: I mean, you've got such things like Step on Me, Chicken Daddy, and and good things like that, and Lars, Lars the creation. It's, it's something horrible. else. Um, He's also
1: on Twitter. He is on Run Twitter <laughs> anonymously. We have no idea who's doing it. Yeah. So if you can figure that out. You let us know.
0: You let us know. But yeah, check out those those uh, live streams and join us next time. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all yeah. the good stuff. Because it's a blast. Yes. And.
1: Do you want to do your Twitter?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm on Twitter at Kyle the Turner. Um, every day I'm going to tweet that I wrote something. And that'll be. <laughs> yeah. That'll that's be, a really good idea. Yes. And if I do don't. It. If I don't, then somebody has to call the police.
1: I'll yell at you.
0: The only thing that should be stopping me from writing every day is the police.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yes. that's their that job. That
1: is the future that liberals want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So I am on Twitter at Adil's Warlock, and I'm not going to make that same promise.
0: Because you do it Because anyway. I don't want to. No, you're so talented. No. You do it every day. Anyway. Uh, you basically no. do it all the time.
1: No, thanks. But okay. Well, is that how we end it? I
0: think we end it mm-hmm. with... A song like we always okay. do.
1: So just every other word, right? Perfect. So I'll sing a word, then you sing a word. Perfect. The word. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at your laughing. <laughs> no, I know. It's just. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, ready? Mm. The, <laughs> the words that we create are so many and (laughs) so numerous
0: that so bats very good perfect
1: good job well that was great
0: that was wonderful just like we always do it
1: definitely best work that has ever happened (laughs) has ever happened